0: Hi, this is Tina Black and this is the B Series podcast. Today we'll be exploring untold stories of transformation and leadership. We hope you'll subscribe and check out the B books and send us your stories of transformation after listening. My next series is called Be Uncommon. My daughter Brianna and I have completed our book, Be Uncommon. It's about the power of legacy and how God has created us to have a champion spirit. Our verse that really explains this entire book is Ephesians 2.10. It's in the Passion Translation. If you haven't ever read the Passion Translation, I highly recommend it. You can download it on your YouVersion app. Here it is, Ephesians 2.10. We have become His poetry a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny He has given each one of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the Anointed One. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Did you know that God has placed gifts and callings and promises over every single one of us? Each one of us are called to impact the world and leave a legacy that no one else can. Do you receive that? Well, I believe that the way to be uncommon, which, by the way, the definition of be uncommon is ordinary, unusual, extraordinary, outlandish, unconventional. I'm constantly reminded of twelve Romans 12, 1-2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. First John 2, 15 through 17 says, do not love this world nor the things it offers you. In 2 Corinthians 6, 14, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. In 5, 13 through 16, you are the light of this world. And so many more verses describe that you are called to be uncommon. We're going to jump into the four steps to living an uncommon life. There's exercises in our book, so be sure to pick up a copy of the book so that you can truly live your uncommon life. I will be interviewing uncommon people that have done uncommon things that represent each of these steps of being uncommon. The first step to be uncommon is uncommon plans. Uncommon people have uncommon plans. Habakkuk 2, 2 says, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. I love this verse because it reiterates why I make a dream board every year. Yeah, it isn't wrong to have a plan, but always ask God to confirm it. Many people ask me, well, Tina, how do I find my purpose? Well, I always ask them, what are you passionate about? What are your strengths? Our companies do a lot of assessments. We have all of our staff take assessments just like Strength Finder 2.0. We do the DISC assessments. We do the Emotional Intelligence 2.0 assessments. And many more, just to really find out who you are. My latest and greatest that I love is the five love languages in the workplace. But I'll tell you, when you find your purpose, nothing is going to stop you. I believe one of the greatest ways to find your purpose is to make a dream board. Every single year, the last three months of the year, I start to collect pictures and quotes and different things that interest me and then before January 1st I put all of it on a big poster board. Now I highly recommend that if you have a blank wall, a big wall, to put it on a wall in your home. Unfortunately I don't have that big of a wall to be able to put my dream board on but if you do I highly recommend it and I don't recommend that you do dream boards digitally. I believe it limits your dream board from dreaming big. And so I'll put this dream board together and then it just it comes together and I write down my my dreams and my goals that I want to reach that year. But God always always does more. Ephesians 3:20 God is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or even imagine. The reason why you know that you're finding your purpose and you're able to live that champion spirit that we're talking about is because God puts his own twist on it and he takes it to the next level so that you don't get the glory and he does because you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you could not accomplish those things, but only he could. I never, ever even wanted to be an author. It wasn't even in my dream board to be an author but all of a sudden it just showed up out of nowhere the holy spirit said to me this is what i want you to do this i want you to write this series and he said i want you to write this be uncommon book with your daughter brianna and why did i choose brianna because brianna has always been that uncommon young lady that she's represented what i always wanted to be she's been my mentor and my spiritual coach for so many years. Well, let me tell you this. The secrets in the walking. So as you look at your dream board and as you think about your dreams, it's amazing that all you have to do is start walking. Because the Holy Spirit is attracted to movement. I'm telling you right now, the right people are in front of you. You just have have to take that 20 seconds of courage that I've talked about before to be able to ask them to mentor you, ask them to give you advice, ask them questions, go up to them. You know, you're going to be shaky at first when you first start walking. I remember when God told me I wanted you to be a speaker, a motivational speaker and inspire people and encourage them. You know, encourage just means To help people find their own courage. And what better person to use than me who faltered on the courage scale. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would tell you I was about a 1. Now I'm probably about a 6 or a 7. I'm definitely not where I want to be, but I'm certainly not where I was. With God's help, He is able to strengthen the weak. When I first started speaking, I remember I was on a stage in Ohio and I really flopped. I had this student just questioning me from from where he was at and he was almost yelling at me. He was angry at me and I was angry back and I had other students and staff members apologize to me the way he acted. But later I went home and I thought, "You know what? He was right. I wasn't prepared." I wasn't prepared when I got up there and spoke. And it's okay. You're not ever going to be good the first time. And be okay with that. I think one of the greatest mantras that I ever started to have was, failure is my friend. And be okay with failure because you learn from it. Just get back up and walk. The secret's in the walking. Another story is when we had our first salon many years ago and lost Almost a hundred thousand dollars, and we shut it down in two thousand and six. For about ten years, I walked in blameville. I blamed my staff. I blamed the economy. I blamed the location of the salon. And when I finally came to, and I finally woke up, I realized it wasn't any of those problems. The problem was me, and all I needed to do was work out my intellectual and my emotional capacity so that I could become a better salon owner. And that's exactly what I did, which takes me to the rule of five. John Maxwell teaches to always have an incredible consistent habit every single day to be able to walk out the principles so that you can live out uncommon plans. He reads, he files, he thinks, he asks questions, and then he writes. As you know, many of you may know that John Maxwell has written more leadership books than any other author in the world. Well, my rule of five has become to worship, to plan, to execute, inspect, and create magic. In my book, I describe every single one of these steps and why I do them every single day. My challenge to you is to find your rule of five to have uncommon plans. So here's my challenge. If you have not had a dream board or made a dream board for the year, I want to encourage you to do that right now. For the next few months, start to collect magazine clippings. I use Pinterest. I I love quotes. I love pictures, pictures of my family, pictures of my staff, anything and everything that you find interesting. Once you feel that you've collected enough, then go ahead and put your dream board together. I actually do an incredible uh, dream board reading. Now, don't get too excited. It's not anything hokey pokey or anything. It's just a really fun reading that I learned from one of my coaches that actually comes true. And it really is reality. And so you have to join one of my online masterminds in order to experience that as well. And you can find them on my website, www.tinablack.net. And then after you make your dream board, just start walking. Because remember, the Holy Spirit is attracted to movement. The right people are in front of you. You just have to open up your eyes, get your nose out of your cell phone, and start to look around, and you will see the people will show up. I believe one is too small a number to achieve greatness, so we need people to achieve our goals. And then the rule of five. Find your rule of five. What do you need to do every single day to get to what you want to have. So there you have it. Uncommon plans. We're going to talk about uncommon people have uncommon thoughts. Yes, you heard it right. Uncommon thoughts. Colossians 3, 1 through 2 says, You've been seated up with Christ, seated at the right hand of the Father. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. God reminded me of James one twenty seven this past week. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless as this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Now that's a mouthful. That's two completely total different sentences. Looking after orphans and widows in their distress, and then keep yourself from being polluted. You might even say corrupted by the world. Do I do that? What am I watching? What am I filling my mind with? Sometimes I get so caught up getting into the politics that's all over social media, and I get ingrained in it, and I start to get mad and upset. And I'm like, wait a minute. I need to keep myself from being polluted by the world. Do I look different than the world? Did you know that church attendances are declining all over the world? Declining. I believe the reason why that's happening is because we as Christians don't look any different than the world. What do you look like on social media? What are you proclaiming? Out there, because I believe that our thoughts become our words, our words become our actions, our actions become our habits, and our habits become our character, and our character becomes our legacy. And listen, we have the power of legacy, and God has created us to have a champion spirit. So, how can we do that? By having uncommon thoughts. Listen, I know we live in a Genesis three world a fallen world but we have the dna of genesis 1 go back and read genesis 1 you need to claim because every single one of us have the image of christ every single one of us have the mind of christ the mind sink that in we have christ mind if you are a child of God. You have Christ's mind. We have uncommon thoughts. Now we need to claim it. So how do we get back into making sure we have uncommon thoughts and not being polluted by the world? I believe there's three ways. Authentic journaling. Last week I talked about the rule of five of making sure that I can get to my uncommon plans. The first rule that I have every single day is to worship. Every morning, I always set my alarm about 30 minutes before I have to wake up so that I can hit up to three times that snooze button. And what I do is I'll just lay there. And I'll lay there and I just show gratitude. I just worship the Lord. I praise Him. I think about my plans for that day and how God is going to show up that day. And then I get up and I grab my cup of coffee and I do what I call authentic journaling. Where I write down my gratitude and my I have a prayer journal that I keep so that I can see all of the prayers that God has answered all of these years since I started my prayer journal. Psalm 139.23 says, search me, O God, see if there's any unoffensive way in me. No thought entering your mind should ever go unchecked. No thought entering your mind should ever go unchecked. Writing out my toxic thoughts. I'm doing an incredible online mastermind right now with coaches Barbara and Amy. And it's an eight-week mastermind. And it's the 21-day detox. It's interesting. We detox our bodies, but we never think about detoxing our mind yeah it's a 21-day detox plan and what you do is you write down all of your toxic thoughts and then you write down a positive statement to negate that toxic thought and you repeat it throughout the day yes because uncommon people have uncommon thoughts the way that i help to get through this is hitting the delete button If it's a negative thought, it's not from God. And so hitting that delete button. So when I think of something negative, I hit that delete button and I say a power statement instead. I've created so many power statements in my life. In 2014, I was diagnosed with a precancerous lesion. Going backward in time, about a year before that, God just spoke to me and said, I want you to start studying and memorizing verses. And I said, Lord, I can't memorize verses. I just can't remember them. I just, I can't. And and he's like, be quiet. I will help you to be creative because I know you and I know who you are. I'll help you be creative. And he helped me take the verses and to just pick out words out of the verses and create power statements in my life. And that's exactly what I've done. And so I memorized for that whole year I am statements and power statements. I am statements, in other words, I am complete in him who's the head of principality and in all power, Colossians 2.10. I am free from the law of sin and death, Ephesians 2.10. I am holy and without blame before him in love. Ephesians 1 4 and 1 Peter 1 16. I have the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians two sixteen and Philippians two five. I have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, Philippians four seven. I have received the power of the Holy Spirit to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, to cast out demons, to speak with new tongues. I have power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be any means harm me. Mark sixteen seventeen through eighteen and Luke ten seventeen through nineteen. I can do all things through Christ Jesus Philippians 4:13 I am a doer of the word and blessed in my actions James 1:22 and 25 I am joint heir with Christ Romans 8:17 I am more than a conqueror through him who loves me 8:37 I am the temple of the Holy Spirit I am not my own 1 Corinthians 6:19 I am the head and not the tail I am above only and not beneath Deuteronomy 28.13 I am the light of the world. Matthew 5.14 I am forgiven of all sins and washed in the blood. Ephesians one seven, I am an ambassador for Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.20 I studied one of those I am statements every single week and then I just would layer it on every week. It took me several weeks, but by the end of that year, I memorized all of those I am statements and then I was diagnosed with a precancerous lesion and I want you to know I had complete and total peace. I knew at that moment there was a reason why I had to go through that adversity because I believe that our greatest adversity leads to our greatest assignment. And my next assignment became to become an education ambassador for Bright Pink to help train women how to prevent breast and ovarian cancer. But that would have never happened if I didn't start drilling down and getting God's word deep inside my soul. The bottom line is this. You have to tell your brain what you want and your brain will match your behavior to get it. You have to tell your brain what you want and your brain will match your behavior to get it. Uncommon people have uncommon thoughts. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to send us your stories of transformation through www.tinablack.net. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a rating and subscribe. See you next time.